War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 134. Today is August 3rd, Wednesday. It is, I don't know how hot it is because I'm inside. And it's about 7, it's 722. Uh, so football practice started today and nothing happened. Nothing. Actually, yes, a few things happened. The big story was that Javon Robinson was not at the media window uh, at the beginning of practice, the 30 minutes, and I was ready to go off on him saying, well, it doesn't mean he wasn't there. He just wasn't there when you were there, and that happens all the time. Uh, a bunch of players have, you know, they'll be doing something school-related or whatever the first day, and they're not there when practice starts. Uh, so then the story became that Baylor's transfer quarterback, um, for some reason I can't think of his name right this second, Jarrett something, uh, he was a freshman that transferred um, when Art Browse and all that junk happened with the sexual assault stuff. They let him out of, out of his scholarship, so he has to sit out of here, and I think he's looking at Auburn and somewhere else. Anyway, he's awesome. He was a five-star. He played like four games last year because the starter got hurt and ended up throwing for 70% completion percentage and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, so he was at practice, so he may be transferring to Auburn, but he can't play till next year. Uh, and he'll be a sophomore, which then leads me to believe Auburn's going to have about 54 quarterbacks next year, and all of them are going to be four stars or higher. Uh, and only one of them would be a senior next year, which would be John Franklin the third. So Auburn's quarterbacks might be good to go for the next few years. But what about running backs? So, yeah, it turned out that Javon Robinson mispracticed because he was kicked off the team today. Um so now, right now, as I record this, Twitter is in a, Auburn Twitter is in a tailspin. We're never going to win another game. We don't have any players. Um, whatever. I liked Javon. I thought he got a bad rap last year, but that's because we didn't know everything. Apparently, we didn't know everything. Um, you know, he didn't play half the year last year, supposedly because he was hurt sometimes. Um, Peyton, Barber, Peyton Barber played most of the time, and I always thought Javon should be playing. And later in the year, he got to play and showed why he should have been playing. Nothing against Peyton. I just thought Javon was better. Well, he wasn't playing because he was usually in some sort of doghouse. Wouldn't have been not messed up because they let him on the team. They never kicked him off the team or suspended him or anything like that. But enough to where Gus didn't really want to be like, okay, you're, you, it's your offense now. Because he was always in some way in trouble. I don't know what. I don't know how. It could have just been his attitude. I feel like it probably was a little bit of attitude. He came in thinking he was going to be the big dog, and then Peyton kind of stepped up and took that from him. Everybody thought Javon was going to be the starter at the beginning of practice last year, and that's when Peyton started stepping up, and you kept hearing him. He was the third-string guy. Uh, so maybe it was some of that. He was mad that he wasn't getting to play all the time. So he, I remember one uh, one rumor during the Jacksonville State game was that Javon was like yelling at Gus and having to be pulled away from him and all this kind of stuff. So that makes a lot of sense. So pretty sure today was just an extension of that. He probably had some attitude. He probably got three strikes like Duke got, and today was the third strike. He, I don't know what happened. Nobody really, somebody knows, but nobody really is going to come out. Gus just said that he didn't. Uh, meet his expectations or something like that. So it means he did something wrong. I don't think it was uh, anything like legal, like drugs or anything like that or, you know, whatever. It was probably just something dumb. And 
if it was his first time, it would have been a slap on the wrist. But if it's his third, fourth, or fifth time, it's time to kick him off the team. So what does Auburn have left? Well, they've got Carryon Johnson, who looks to be awesome, but he's not the big bruising every down back. That And Javon really not that kind of back. He's quick. He's, he's bigger, but he wasn't Peyton Barber. Rock just left, too, so he's got to be shooting – shooting himself is that how you say it he's got to be uh punching himself kicking himself uh, because he could probably be the every down back even though he was kind of smaller too um and couldn't hold on to the ball so that's just a weird situation how that happened so now Auburn has carry on they've got Malik Miller who's a freshman who's the same school sent from the same school as carry on uh he might be fine they've got the guy from Baylor Cameron Melton is that his name Cameron I think so uh, he's supposedly like between Ontario McCaleb and Corey Grant. Real fast, not tiny, not big, uh, but he's just a freshman. He was at Baylor and never actually went there. They let him change his, his letter of intent or whatever because of the sexual assault stuff. So who else? Um, Chandler Cox is kind of a fullback running back, and uh, Petway is – might end up being the big every down back. I don't know. He's huge. He's definitely full fullback style. Um, so yeah, I mean, running back is this is definitely a hit. It it wasn't a big deal to me when Rock left because we had Javon. If Javon had left and we had Rock, I probably wouldn't felt the same way. But I wouldn't feel like we didn't have any depth. Um, there's always Rudy Ford. He played running back before he got moved to DB. But I think he's too good at DB now to switch him back, and he's kind of small. Um, so I think this is going to open it up for John Franklin to be uh, given more of a shot than he already was. Because Jeremy Johnson, we saw last year, he could run sometimes when it was a huge surprise, like Chris Todd, huge surprise. Uh, and Sean White was actually even better at running it than Jeremy Johnson was a few times he got to run. But if you don't have a guy back there who's going to run it every down, or that you can hand it to every down like Trey Mason, whatever's wrong with you, come on, get better, and uh, Cameron Artis Payne, those kind of shorter, bulkier, I'm going to bump through the line and shoot out every once in a while. you got to have a quarterback who can hold the ball in the zone read and, and run it. So I think this might give John Franklin the third. Hey, I really wish we could say something different. JF3, I'm just going to say JF3. Called him J5 at East Mississippi, but I'm going to call him JF3. It might give him a little more edge now. I don't think I don't know if the coach is just going to all of a sudden think that, but I think they're going to maybe see that they need a little bit more of a run, and they will all of a sudden they'll need the the running from the quarterback. That being said, Carryon Johnson last year he ran the Wildcat. He doesn't look like a running back to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm just used to. I have this image of him playing doing the. Doing the Arkansas uh, at the Arkansas game, doing the the um, the Wildcat, and I just picture him standing up and not lo- and looking more like a quarterback. Uh, but you know he he's good. He's just more of a quick around the edge. He's not anything like Ontario McCaleb, but he's just kind of I don't know. He's kind of in between that. I don't I don't see him being the every down back, and that's why you need a running quarterback, so they don't have to be an every-down back. That being said, Trey Mason was an every-down back with with Nick Marshall back there. So, I don't know. 
So, uh, maybe, I don't, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, yeah, other than that, I think they said Kyle Davis, the, Kyle, I almost called him Kyle Davis the third. Kyle Davis is out with an undisclosed injury for an undisclosed amount of time. He had a, a shoulder injury or something coming into the season, and they didn't really know uh, what it was. I mean, they didn't really know if when he would be back. They knew what it was, obviously. Uh, but I thought they said he'd be okay, and now all of a sudden they're saying he's not okay. Is that a cause for concern? I don't think he was going to be a superstar the first two or three games of the season. He might end up being awesome, but he wasn't going to be. I don't. He might have been a, one of the first four out there, but I don't think he was going to be a superstar immediately. So if he's hurt and comes back later, that's fine. I mean, sure, if he's ends up being Sammy Coates, that's great. But I don't think we're going to see that during the time where he may be hurt. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Javon, I mean, I'm not acting like it's a good thing. It obviously kills depth. It hurts depth, but it, there are plenty of options. It's just somebody's going to have to step up. And honestly, when somebody like carry on sees this, he's now a sophomore and probably the number one guy. So he's got to love it. And he's not the guy, the kind of guy to, to let it get to his head and act like he's going to be the big dog now, even though he is, or probably will be. Now, I don't know. Malik and Cameron Petway, they might step up. They're more of the bigger backs. They're just one's like a fullback and one's a freshman. So it'll be okay, people. It's the first day of practice. we got all the fall camp and a whole month from now to figure out who's going to be the running back. And to be brutally honest with you, blocking is all that matters in, in Gus Malzahn's offense. The, the running backs, Trey Mason was just fine. I wouldn't was one of the greatest running backs ever, but that offense fit him perfectly, and he was able to bounce around and break off long runs. Every single running back that's – I mean, Cameron Artis Payne, I don't think he was that great, just brutally honest. I don't think he was that awesome. But in that offense, he racked up yards. It's just how the offense works. All you need is somebody back there who doesn't fumble, to be brutally honest with you. And I said brutally honest twice in the last minute. So we'll be okay. If you don't do the wrong thing, you won't get kicked off the team. That is not uh, – there's only so much Gus can do in recruiting. And he gave Javon plenty of chances. He gave Duke plenty of chances. And he kicked him off the team because they didn't listen. I mean, any other place, they probably would have kept him on the team for 12 strikes. But Gus does not care. If you don't do it right, you're off the team. And you have to like that. If you just want to win – and don't care what your players are at like, then go pull for Alabama. Because if you, because they get to, they work out in the heat and don't have air conditioning, so they can do whatever they want to, like steal guns. All right, that's it. These are going to be every day now, or hope to be, because the practice is here. And I meant to periscope this, but I didn't. Um, but yeah, everything's ramping up. I'm going to start having more bloggles spots, more bloggles, more periscopes, more contests. Got a contest going on on Instagram right now if you want to win an Auburn trucker hat from Southern Fried Creative. It's really cool. It's not an Auburn hat. They can't call it Auburn. It's blue with an orange state of Alabama with the blue star in the middle. Looks really cool. Go check out Instagram slash Warbloggle, Facebook slash Warbloggle, Twitter slash Warbloggle, Snapchat Warbloggle, all the same, W-A-R-B-O-L, 
W-A-R-B-L-O-G-L-E. Again, I've got some things coming up where sponsorships might be needed. If you own a business or anything like that, you want to sponsor, email me, admin at warbloggo.com. All right, that's it. Bloggo spot number 134, done. War Eagle.